all. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. <laughs> but, as promised, I have exclusive content from the 2020 SHOT Show. This time, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome the one and only Jason Hornady and the one and only George Gardner. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast slash videocast. We've got a lot of things to talk about. Thank you very much. Thank you, John. Exciting times. The A-tip is the winningest projectile in precision competition for the 2019 season. That's what I heard. I think it kind of swept everything. I think it kind of did. It kind of did. It's an exciting thing, and the development of this particular cartridge continues. We've alluded to it a little bit in the television exposure that people won't have seen by the time they see this, so let's fill them in. We're creating a couple of new calibers with a specific purpose. <laughs> Big what's, ones at that. What's that purpose, George? King of the two-mile. King of the two-mile. Yes. We want to be king of the two-mile. And everything from zero to two miles. The king of the two-mile competition, for those of you who don't know, is an ultra-long-range precision competition. The trophy was held two years ago by the esteemed Robert Brantley using a combination firearm built with Manners composite stock, GA precision action, and if I'm not mistaken, at that time he was shooting Hornady ammunition. Can anyone speak to that? No. No, I believe he shot someone else's that year. Okay. Yeah, this didn't well, exist. I stand corrected. This, this we didn't play. New. Yeah, we weren't in that space at the time. We've put a heavy emphasis on the precision competition with the creation of the ATIP. The ELD match was the dipping point for that, but now that ATIP is available and the success is evident with ATIP, we want to go further than your typical precision competition. We want the two-mile trophy. Jason said it as plainly as anyone can. I want the trophy. Tom Manners is off camera here. He's been tasked. George obviously is taking up the gauntlet. George, talk about what's going on in preparation for this competition. So <clears throat> we've been testing these bullets, and I can tell you they're nothing short of amazing. Uh, we, we played around last year with a lot of different bullets. Uh, I could tell, tell you it was three, maybe even four different bullets that Tom had us try. And we shot multiple groups at different distances. And, you know, while we were happy with the results, obviously we took them to the competition. We have yet to have groups like we've seen with these this year ever. I mean, it's absolutely insane how tight these shoot. The BCs are comparable, and uh, we're excited about trying these because the big difference with this bullet versus most of the bullets that are being shot is this is cup and core. This has lead inside of it. Sure. When this hits, it's going to look like a hand grenade, <laughs> which, is, which is imperative because most of it's being able to spot where this bullet impacts at the competition and then correcting off of it. Anyone who tells you they're going to go out to two miles and just hit the steel with the first shot is lying because that right. doesn't happen. You spot your first hit. Your partner slash spotter tells you where you hit. You put a correction on it. You get that round in the air as fast as possible, and that gives you the best chance at hitting that target again. This is really going to be a game changer in helping us do that. These two projectiles, one is a 416 caliber 500 grain. The other is a 375 caliber if I remember from the other day, 410 grain? It's a 390. 390 grain, okay. Yep. Um, why specifically those calibers? Um. Well, <laughs> because the king of the two-mile guys are shooting stuff that's bigger. Um, right. There's a lot of Wildcat stuff going on there. Um, sorry about the phone. That's all right. Um, a lot of that stuff's going on, and frankly, that's what these guys told us that we should start with. There you go. Yeah. So the experts, 
Those who those who have been to the match, those yep. who have had success, said we need a 416, we need a 375. George, what can you tell us about the cartridge as a whole? Is it going to be a Shytac on the 375? What are we going to build? So the most prevalent cartridges shot at this match are a, a Shytac derivative, either a 375 improved. I mean, there's a million different names for what sure. guys are using, but it's a, a 408 Shytac case neck to different dimensions with different shoulders. The prevailing case in 416 is the 416 Barrett. It's been out, I think, four or five years. It's, right. it's a case that Barrett developed for long-range shooting. Um, me and Tom actually last year screwed around and made up our own case. We took a 50-cal Browning machine gun, you know, used some brass that Tom had uh, available that he used to shoot 50 bench rest with and necked it down, came up with our own case design, and really we wanted to put a little bit more powder in the case and get a little bit more speed out of these. And, we just call it the 416 MCS. It's essentially a 416 Barrett that's just a little bit longer. Outstanding. I always want to do something different, I guess. That's <laughs> kind of the big brim of it. But. I'm sure everyone who's involved here has unpacked every possible option. I know we're not going to talk about how much powder or what type of powder you're putting <laughs> in these cases. I know we're not going to talk about any specific geometry because that is proprietary to sure. what should be the winning team. You guys are all stacked to win here. Sure. Um, there's more going on here, though, because these are in development. So yep. as we continue to move forward with the development of these specific projectiles, these will be available for proofing during this match. Correct. Um, we've been shooting them. Actually, the, the stuff we've shot have been stuff early off the press. It's yep. not even been a production run, per se, because it's not in production at this time. But uh, we've got to test the samples and give feedback. And I said they're there. It's, it's, this match will really be the test bed to, for Jason to know that he's ready to, to pull the lever and make a go. bunch of them. So. And, and we're not going to ship them until they're perfect. Right. And, and the most fun about the whole A-tip thing is you get by with a little help from your friends. You take a good group of in-house people, let them start tinkering. Don't mess with them. Right. Just let them go. And we've had a fun time doing it, and it's obviously working. Uh, and, and they're flying off they're the shelves. They're flying off the shelves. Are we still in a position where you have to go out of house to get complete cartridges built with A-tip, for instance, in any 6-millimeter caliber? Or on the horizon, do you see a situation where A-tip becomes loaded ammunition from Hornady? You know, we've debated that a lot, I'm sure, and I'm of the opinion right now that that, that guy is he's a hand-loader guy. Yeah. Um, the bullets are expensive. We're, yeah. we're not going to hide behind that. But if they're going to be expensive and a guy's going to spend that much, he's going to run to his chamber, his, his right. stuff, and why mess him up? I think it's an them. aspirational piece, and those guys who have put in the time and the effort and the research to build out their load exactly. should be able to differentiate themselves from somebody like me who shows up, gets a box of factory ammo, and just slaps stuff in a magazine. And when I say I want that trophy, I'm not pulling the trigger because right. I'm not good enough. It's <laughs> these guys who are good enough. I'm like you. I, you know, right. I'm gonna grab we the just show up we and show then up argue and over 82nd place. That's exactly right. <laughs> so that's kind of our deal, but... But for the guys, I mean, it's important to listen to these guys. Yep. We've had more fun talking about this stuff and shooting some of these matches and doing some of that. That I mean, it's fun. This isn't the first time that George Gardner and Jason Hornady have collaborated on a successful launch or a successful cartridge, a successful design. You guys have a history. Yeah, we, we do. We played around a lot. Jason's always been supportive of some of the things that I've dreamed up in my head. And That's not true. <laughs> I screwed up on the first one. Man, I wouldn't say you screwed what up. What was the first one? The first one is now the 6.5 PRC. Yes. 
before that, it was the 6.5 gap. Right. And when I first met George, it was in the middle of 2009. And in 2009, <laughs> I had never been yelled at more and sold more stuff than we did that year. We just, we didn't have time or space to be flexible. Well. I wish, and I'm sorry, I wish I would have listened then. Well, to his ahead, credit, they did get me a few cases uh, Ruger compact mag cases to play with. I did build a gun back then. I did do all the testing. I did come up with numbers. And I just kind of saved it. And Jason remembered, you know, once they finally got through that crunch and got all that ammo out to all the people that were buying it at the time, he remembered it and he said, what's it going to take to do that? I'm like, hey, like make me some 6.5 gap cases because I got a lot of customers for it. And here's the numbers and here's the data from the other case that we wanted to do together. Yep. And Joe and his team, you know, put those numbers together and came up with the 6.5 PRC and the rest is history. I mean, the, the calibers, what every hunter in the whole country should be shooting. Right. You know, it's good for elk. It's good for deer. It's low recoil. It kills elk. You know, I know plenty of people have shot brown bear with it. I mean, I'm sure millions of people would argue with me that that's not the best caliber for that. But literally... You want it one gun that will kill everything, it's that caliber. There it is. Yeah, it's fun to shoot. And it's been wildly successful. Wildly successful. Including it was awarded a golden bullseye. Yeah. yeah. And especially when you think about there wasn't a whole lot of what we call production guns out there for the first couple of years. They're, they're just now coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we did the 300 PRC on the heels of it, and yep. it's doing really well, too. Well, now there's a 6 millimeter GT. There is. And there is a track record with initial offerings of guys winning at the highest level using that caliber and that cartridge. I know that you all have stepped into the game and are offering GT brass. Sort of. We have a partner. Right. That we make a bunch of brass for. Right. And so he's got it, at least for now. Okay. Well, I might be speaking a little bit out of school. (laughs) No, that's But at the same time, I'm angling towards a new rifle. And George has put out the call for orders for his new production rifle, available in six Creedmoor, which I love, Die Hard, yep. and obviously the new six GT. Correct, and and we did that kind of on purpose because six Creedmoor, in my opinion, is the best cartridge in the PRS for a new shooter to get into. Buy their great ammo. They got three different offerings in it. Actually, I think they got four now. Mm-hmm. Four different offerings in it, and uh, they can even get in the black line if they're on a budget and buy it. The 105 grain version that shoots excellent at a budget. That 108 grain match load, which is absolutely by nef- definition the best load out there for a guy getting into it. And then they got a hunting load and a varmint load. So yeah, it is. Maybe there'll be an A tip load one of these days. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but know. back to you said they're they're great with selling their bullets to custom hand loaders, and there is ammo out there that you can find that that's loaded by custom guys with their bullets in it. So. Sure, and that's we don't mind that. Well, no, of course not, yeah. because that sells bullets, I which lo- at the end of the day is the whole point, right? I love selling bullets. That's the key. That's what we all came here to do. That's exactly sell some right. bullets. George is here to sell some rifles. Yep. So let's touch back again on the production rifle offering. Those are pre-orders that are going to be delivered? Yeah, it's not technically a pre-order. It's just, you know, we at GA Precision don't make every single component that we sell. We, right. You know, we buy Bart line blanks. We buy actions that are made for us by our design and, you know, mark for us from Defiance. We use stocks from Manners, uh, triggers from Trigger Tech. And to get those parts in those quantities, it takes some time. So yeah. we actually thought this up. Me, myself, and Trace Bartland went hunting. We thought about doing a production rifle. All those companies 
had to be wanting to do it with sure. me. It's, it's not one of those things I can just say, hey, I can offer a gun at that price point without those guys helping. Right. And to help them, I want them to be able to do it all at once. So I placed all those orders in November. The pre-order is only because I'm waiting for those parts to come in. We're going to produce those rifles in production format during the month of March and have them ready for delivery in April. Okay. Um, if they all sell, which I expect they probably will, we'll order those parts again and, and do the and same And do thing. another run. Do the same thing over yeah, and yeah. over. It's no different than another company. Ruger doesn't make RPRs nonstop all, day, all year long. They probably do them on production. You know, even Jason, they're not making one bullet all the time. He produces one bullet when he needs some more, and then another Moves bullet that sells next. more. It's just, you just it's a production cycle, and that's sure. kind of the same thing. Interesting. Um, it's exciting to see you personally get a feel for and maybe get the hook set in a little bit on the precision rifle game. Oh, yeah. I mean, they all got to laugh and giggle at me when we did it last time, but you know what? It is fun. It is fun. It yeah. is fun, and it's good to get out there and do that stuff because if, if we're not having fun, why are we doing this? Yeah, exactly right. A very well. smart person that <coughs> named Jacob Bynum told me a long time ago that you know, long-range precision rifle shooting is the most interesting sport we have in the shooting area. It's the most interesting. It's got the most thought involved in it. You bet. It's always evolving and always different. You know, and you can't really think of any other shooting sport that's like that. The rest of them, they came up with a sport, and they've shot it that way for a number of years. The precision rifle game is always changing. There's yeah. always someone pushing the envelope. And that's what makes it interesting. That's why everyone's glamming onto it. It's it's going to stay that way for a while as long as people like Jason are interested in pushing the envelope. There's, well, and there's no course that's the same. It's kind of I mean, sport, it's like sporting clays with a rifle in a lot of ways. Yeah. It can be. I think the key element is n no two courses of fire are ever. ever the same because you have the environmental factor, and that is always changing. Yep. Even at the same location from one hour to two hours, it's very different, and it can be. What do you think is the reason that all of the derivatives of the 6mm have become so prolific? Why isn't there some other caliber within that scope near to that measurement? Why does 6mm seem to be the key thing right now? Well, you get long, skinny, super efficient bullets and a cartridge that's easy to shoot, easy to pull the trigger. You can do it. My kid can do it. You know, any smaller person can pull the trigger on that and be just as effective as somebody who can pull the trigger on a lot bigger caliber and shoot at the same distances. And I, I think it's just all of a sudden the whole world has gone from, it doesn't always have to be the biggest and the fastest. Sure. Efficiency is king. Yep. And I'll add to that with low recoil. You miss that first shot and you have a low recoiling gun, you're going to see where it went and make that correction. You right. know, the, bigger, the bigger guns may knock you off the target just enough where you don't see exactly where it went, and then you're guessing for that next shot. Right. Or when you see it with a 6 mil, you're going to be right there if you, if you can use your scope well and measure where you went off and hold the right edge. So that's, I'd say that's key. 6 millimeters got the BC, it's got the speed, it's got the low recoil, it's got everything. Yep. That's cool. Well, Hornady is on the cutting edge. GA Precision has been the name in custom rifles and now production rifles. Get involved. That's all I can say. More. You won't, you won't regret it. It is a blast. Is. And his rifles are awesome. Hey, and word is, we may have a Shooting USA episode from the King of Two Mile. We'll see if Jason gets his bounty. More hey. from the SHOT Show. I want Stay that trophy. Tuned. He wants the trophy. I know you want that trophy. <laughs>